Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Eureka Moment. Uh, I'm your host Suchita and today we are in conversation with Gauri and Saras who are the co-founders of the education startup called Learning Matters. Learning Matters is a startup that's based out of Bangalore, India and they have a quartet of products that work in tandem to enhance the quality of teachers and their teaching at the schools and positively impact the students learning outcome it's been founded by ramamurthy gauri and saras so let's go and chat with gauri and saras who are joining us right from bangalore hi saras and gauri welcome to the eureka moment and thank you for taking our time all the way from bangalore thank you so much suchita it's great to be here with you very interesting startup uh, using technology to transform education uh, would you like to elaborate on that Yes, absolutely. So we are um, three co-founders and mm-hmm. uh, we started uh, Learning Matters about uh, three and a half years ago. All three of us are extremely passionate about education. Um, we have been in the education space for many years, we're working uh, in the corporate sector. Mm-hmm. and um, But we always had this passion for doing something um, larger, with a, with a larger purpose rather, um, mm-hmm. something wherein we wanted to um, channelize our passion for education, but in a more meaningful manner to give back. So the three of us, the backstory is that the three of us um, attribute who we are in our lives now to our own education and what we were able to get from our parents as a result of being born into, you know, middle class families, upper middle class, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. So we always have had this, this urge to do something for those who don't don't have that privilege and who have who don't have the luxury of being born into uh, families that can that can give them the best of education so mm-hmm. kind of with this vision that we decided to come together we we gave up our jobs and um, started learning matters now we are an education technology company based out of bangalore but where we're different from most others in the space most other players mm-hmm. in is that we focus primarily on serving students and teachers in the middle and the bottom of the pyramid. So we uh, right now are working with uh, multiple schools, schools and teachers. They're all in semi-urban and rural India. And Mm -hmm. uh, we are taking um, education technology products to them Mm -hmm. uh, and working with them. We focus on primarily impacting student outcomes, learning outcomes, and Mm -hmm. we that by improving teacher quality. So teacher quality is at the very center of everything. You can't mm-hmm. remove the teacher from the equation. The teacher has to be there. If students have to improve in the long run and if their outcomes have to stay consistent and steady across the years and as they grow, then mm-hmm. ultimately we're talking about the integral factor here is the teacher. So if mm-hmm. you are able to improve teacher quality, then your job is half done. You're automatically improving student learning outcomes. So that's primarily what we focus on. And I'm going to ask Gauri if she wants to add anything into this. So I think that was very well said, Saras. Um, so uh, we, um, just to summarize in, in in one sentence, we use latest technology to mm-hmm. improve learning outcomes of students, especially in the rural and semi-urban geographies, mm-hmm. with specific focus on improving their skills in literacy, science and numeracy. Awesome. What are, as uh, Saras mentioned, what are the education technology products that you use? Would you like to elaborate on that? Absolutely. So we have um, we have four products which work in tandem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the central focus is on how we build teacher competency. So we do that with a lot of live workshops, video conferences, and mentorship programs that we mm-hmm. do at the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and we support the teachers with uh, both digital and non-digital tools the digital mm-hmm. is a cloud based platform which is which we call kenjin mm-hmm. and posts a whole lot of videos about 2000 videos or with summaries in uh, indian languages as well mm-hmm. uh, so these are used in the classroom by the teachers to elaborate mm-hmm. plain concepts mm-hmm. we also provide physical activity kits called the toolbox um mm-hmm. contain a lot of activity materials that the teacher can use in the classroom uh, mm-hmm. this helps um, so we we cater to all three types of learners with the kenjin and the toolbox there are auditory visual and kinesthetic learners mm-hmm. we to all three types of learners with these tools and all of these tools and the training programs that we do on pedagogy all of these will be effective and will show a lot of uh, improvement in the student outcomes only if the competency or the proficiency in english is yes. in for both teachers and students and that's where our virtual voice teacher called tara comes in and mm-hmm. correctly tara is delivered using the amazon's alexa platform technically it can be delivered using any other platform we chose alexa uh, mm-hmm. right and uh, so tara is deployed at the school tara becomes a virtual teacher she currently teaches communicative english um, but very soon uh, we will have tara teaching other uh, subjects like physics or chemistry or mm-hmm. e- uh, training the teachers on pedagogy so all of these will be done by tara probably in the next 9 uh, months to come Awesome. Very interesting. Would you like to talk about that eureka moment when you guys three of you sort of decided to come together to form this? What was that moment when you said, "Okay, let's quit the job and this is where we want to go?" Yeah. The uh, final decision, <laughs> the tough yeah, one. The tough one, the, the, the yeah. big moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, we I I'd like to um, think of the eureka moment more as a series of moments rather than just one single defining moment. I know there are tons of entrepreneurs out there who have that that single light bulb going off, right? And and that's when they know, okay, this this is the problem. This is what I want to solve. For the three of us, I think it was more like a um, pot of soup that's been on slow simmer for a while, mm-hmm. and then at one point, you know, it it kind of brims over and and then flows over. So so that's that's how we like to think of ourselves. So we have we have a we we have a series of long moments um long eureka moments mm-hmm. um so we um like i mentioned before the three of us had had been working in the education space for many years uh, close to about 20 years each and mm-hmm. uh, so so one thing that happened was uh, while we were all passionate about education and and doing our own bits in in the corporate world there was a time when the three of us actually worked together um for a large organization and that's that's where we truly intersected but of course gauri and i have been classmates from high school so we've known each other a very long time lovely hmm. but then the two of us um worked together with our uh, co-founder and ceo murti um at a, at a large organization where the three of us worked together in in a team so the two of us were in murti's team rather and hmm. uh, so while we were there i think over the course of about a couple of years a lot of things um i would say a lot of um there were a lot of organizational changes uh, a lot of um change in the way decisions were being made about how to create and why to create educational products for the specific audience and that of course is uh, mostly the top of the pyramid the the urban uh, very much urban schools schools teachers and students and now given our given our passion for education and given the the passion that we have for taking it to those who truly need it those who have not had a chance um, so mm-hmm. god I always like to say you know our children um, we we all have children all three co-founders and our children mm-hmm. have a problem of plenty right they mm-hmm. have 
and in and schools in urban urban india have a similar problem of plenty there are so many vendors taking so much stuff to them whether it's digital or non digital tools and resources or platforms there is a plethora of stuff that they can choose from um it's it's uh it's almost vulgar there's just so much that they can choose from but you travel 2 hours 3 hours um you know to the outskirts of any city and you see the very opposite happening where yes. they have nothing these students and teachers have practically nothing no one goes there no one tries to reach them it is um like i said it's it's shocking how much a 2 hour journey can can change the landscape right and yes. i'm talking about the landscape within a school uh, yes. forget forget the physical landscape but um you go there but they're no different these teachers and students are no different in their aspirations their ambitions their dreams they also want to do big things yeah uh, and the potential is is the same or maybe even better right Absolutely. so but then that's when we realize you know we have all this passion we have all this knowledge we have all this expertise why are we not channelizing it for ourselves and doing it for a segment that actually needs it the most and yes the, the segment that can actually benefit from this in a huge way and i think so this was a a, a slow set of moments that kind of came together mm-hmm. uh you know i think uh, over a period of of a few weeks uh, we decided that uh, okay the only way we can actually do something radical here is to actually give up our jobs and and get into this full time uh, so murthy was the instigator and uh, yes. you know we like to call him the lead instigator and then yeah. he mm-hmm. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. and uh, yep and then we all we all quit our jobs within within a few weeks of each other and uh, this was born Awesome. It's you know a lot of people I know around are into jobs and they all want to quit and do their thing, you know, that they're really passionate about. Do you have any advice for them that what is that one thing that they should just just <laughs> call on? <laughs> Let's just quit the jobs and go for it. I don't know if we are um, you know, uh, we are all big out there to advise, but then what we can do mm-hmm. is definitely share our experience in in mm-hmm. this sense. Quitting your job is a big decision whether you yes. go you whether you're going to do it uh, to start another company of your own or you're going to do it for any other reason mm-hmm. so as long as you have a focused uh, agenda on what you want to achieve and you have support of a team i think that is um, that is very very uh, important say for example for for us um saras murthy and i are absolutely aligned you know uh, one person can start a sentence and the other can continue and the third can finish it awesome. without mm. without really having to you know communicate uh, yeah exactly we we awesome. are, mm. we are wired like that so then what happens is the entire journey of an entrepreneurship becomes a lot lot easier if i can use that word because it's very stressful out here i mean yes. it's it's a uh, three and a half years um we're trying to make something it's a huge thing that we're trying to impact it's it's like you know um you're you're piloting a huge uh, aircraft or a ship something like that mm. if you don't have people who are like minded then this is going to become extremely tough absolutely absolutely that's fantastic there is a vision when you start your um, your your company your startup and there are a lot of challenges that come on the way and since you started in 2016 uh, what is that one vision that you said that this is the bottom line no matter what challenges this is what we have to keep consistent throughout sure um well if that is is if i have to say that one bottom line we are very very 
particular that our products stay affordable awesome so that, yeah so that is um is a big challenge in itself because mm. every time we look at uh, uh, creating a product for the market we have to ensure that the processes that we use to create the product have to be lean they have to be extremely scalable because mm. in india it's a, it's a volume game right you yes. can't can't go and uh, impact about 1000 students and expect the whole country to change Absolutely. we're talking about uh, something like about 15 lakh schools and 25 crore students in india oh and God. this can mm-hmm. be achieved only if you are able to keep the products affordable and you have scalability in your mind that is always there at i mean it's it's i think it's a it's a mantra that we three um, have been able to successfully percolate down to our team as well because everybody in the team is allowed to come up with any idea anything any radical idea that they think is going to support this vision as long as their idea is affordable and scalable awesome affordable and scalable brilliant tell me something sarasan gori you're talking about digital india here and you're talking about uh, rural and suburban uh, semi urban uh, uh, places uh, towns must be a lot of challenges where we are still not attuned to how how to digitally use uh, you know things in our life so what were those challenges and how are you planning to overcome them well internet is something that is available in all the schools hmm. so not a problem at all mm-hmm. uh, schools have internet all schools have a computer um, and uh, possibly a projector or sometimes even a smart tv so mm-hmm. in terms of infrastructure that's available most of the schools i'm not saying all but mm-hmm. most of the schools have mm-hmm. this that mm-hmm. hurdle is overcome to a large extent okay the bigger challenge is that uh, traditionally these these uh, schools in these geographies they've had nobody coming to them just like how saras said nobody goes to them with product saying that hey you know what this can be something that can be useful to you so they've mm-hmm. never had people coming there and making products for them you know so mm-hmm. uh, the the challenge that we face right now is to is to reach out and be um, you know get people to take notice about us you know they need to be more aware of an existence of learning matters that is what we are uh, working on right now all right and uh, would you like to also talk about where do you uh, envision 2 years 5 years from now uh, in terms of scalability by 2020 um, we would like to have touched the lives of about 300000 students wow. uh, mm-hmm. and something like about 10000 teachers that is that's the minimum that we want to achieve mm-hmm. and uh, of course your company is bootstrapped and as i was talking to saras you intend to take the company forward in terms of getting the vcs on board what are the f- funding challenges that you face mm-hmm. um the the point about education is always a market that people you need people yes. who are you know tune to this it's it's a market where you need a lot of patience yeah. if you have patience and you actually reap a lot of benefits yeah. uh, we've seen lot of edtech companies um, going really big in the last few years and india yeah. itself is a huge uh, billion uh, multiple billion dollar market in terms of education so yeah. there is a whole big opportunity out there and mm-hmm. we are um, completely poised to go and you know uh, harness the benefits of that market in terms of uh, funding uh, mm. we 
we are very choosy if i can say that we okay. definitely yeah. look at people who are like minded who mm-hmm. understand that the who understand our ethos and who understand what we want to achieve mm-hmm. so that is definitely them um and uh, i would say we've actually got a lot of traction from people who are interested it's not that we don't have people who are inter- not interested but uh, sure. we are specifically looking for uh, pre-seed investment from private equity and uh, institutional investors that's that's what we're doing right now mm-hmm. and how do you pitch like um, how do you go around like choosing your vcs uh, and what is it one thing that you know a new startup should look for when they're looking for vcs Mm. <laughs> I, I I'll go back to that same point yeah. about being mm-hmm. aligned, right? Being I mean, aligned, yes. Yeah, being aligned is very important for both mm-hmm. the investor and the investee in the, the startup. Sure. Sure. Otherwise, uh, it it things don't go the right way. If, if, even if it doesn't go the right way for one of them, it doesn't go right the right way for both of them. Absolutely. You know, it, it, that's how it is. No. So I think that's very important. Um, yes. And and if I can just add to that, so. Yeah. Um, you know the startup is uh, any startup is looking for funding investors are looking to fund but like gauri said uh, i think there has to be some uh, both sides have to take a very honest and i think a, um, you know what we call a soul searching look at why am i getting into this partnership with the other side what is it that i'm looking for and be very honest and clear about that because if you have an investor who's looking um who's looking to uh, make a quick exit um with with great returns very quickly but that's not what the startup is about that's not uh, how the startup will will move that's not the kind of traction the startup expects to make then i think both sides have to be very clear because for example where we are learning matters where we are in our journey now if we were to find someone who would say i you know i'm ready to fund a, a huge amount of money but then here's how i'd like you to do it but that doesn't align with our underlying philosophy of what we yes. want education um you know so so is it is is it right to say that uh, we change uh, our vision or we change what we do some would say that's perfectly fine and some would say no that's not okay because that's not our underlying ethos so that's a very personal like i said a soul searching decision that is that the, that a, the startup founder would have to make um, but ultimately it goes back to are you aligned are both sides aligned with each other on what they're expecting to get out of this and and how they're expecting to go about it if that alignment isn't there then um probably it's not going to work out very well for both yes yeah, yeah. that's yeah. lovely that's lovely sarasan gauri that's a great answer as gauri was saying it's of course we all know about it as well it's it's very stressful uh you know uh, every day could be really challenging and stressful would you like to define that one moment in your life where it was stressful and how you came out of it and how do you balance yourself are we allowed only one moment <laughs> <laughs> no no you can you you can say many <laughs> yeah you're talking about our daily lives here yes, <laughs> yes. so when we started 3 years ago um 3 and a half years ago uh, i have i have two sons and they they were much much younger then they're 10 and 7 now so they were like four and seven then yeah and um so we had started and uh, you know and entrepreneurship is is a is all consuming um, it kind of we talk about it a lot it, it it's there in your mind all the time whether you whether you like it or not whether you're conscious of it or not you're always thinking of you know what what else could i have done today could i have reached out to one more person today could i have had that conversation today instead of putting it off for tomorrow what did i not do on my critical list like it's always there with you so yeah uh, about 
three, two, two years ago, um, my husband um, was working out of the country, out of India, mm-hmm. and so I was here with with the two little ones, and so it it was. Um, all conscious decisions, of course, but then, um, you know, you make decisions um, with with certain, um, based on a certain set of, uh, you know, expectations for yourself and your family and so on. And so there, there were moments when um, I would say definitely became became very overwhelming for me um, because as a mom with, with two young ones, uh, there were times when, um, you know, I was taking my stress out on the children. Oh. Which um, any any parent, um, not just a mom, any parent is is never proud of it in retrospect, right? You're yes. ashamed of having done that. Um, but in that moment, I I can also remember clearly, you know, the kind of stresses that that we were going through. Um, and and there were definitely moments when I was well kind of felt like I was sinking in it all, like motherhood, trying to help the kids with their academic stuff, in general, trying to be a good, a, a good mom, uh, especially with because I was the only one here with them. And I think the the thing that pulled me out of it, honestly, was was my support system, which is my two co-founders. I realizing the kind of stress that I was in, Gauri is giving me a big hug right now. <laughs> so the kind of realizing that I was, that I was truly kind of going bonkers, uh, you know, the two of them actually, you know, unequal vocally told me that you know if you have to if you have to leave the office at 5 p.m and go home and then just be a mom for the rest of the day uh, until you come back to office the next day you do that and then leave the rest to us we we will we will back up for you for whatever you have to do because there's no other way you can do this there's no other way that 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 you can do justice to your children and and being a mom and having them say that i think um meant meant a lot to me and this is why I you know this is what Gauri was talking about a little earlier in our conversation when she said if you're a single founder uh, you know good luck to them I think it's it's great that they can do that and hats off to them absolutely respect to them but when you have a co-founder or even multiple co-founders who are so aligned with you uh, you know we have each other's backs all the time and I think that has been the single most biggest strength for us so for me in that moment um having my co-founders realize the stress I was in and just saying to me, you can switch off at 5 p.m. and just go home, focus on your stuff and come back. And don't worry, you know, everything will be here for you when you come back. Don't worry about it. We're here to take care of it for you. It was amazing. Wow. And yeah, exactly. Yep. Wow. What a humane defining moment. Wow. To have <laughs> such friends and co-founders with you. Brilliant. Absolutely. absolutely. I think that that's the least we should do for each other in, yes. in kind of an ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely. Anything Gauri would like to add? <laughs> it, it, it's all like, it's kind of what Sarah said again, we kind of have our backs for each other. So yeah. um, it's, um, it, that's a blessing. Um, that's a blessing. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And I I never thought I'm, I was always interested. I, I was very passionate about building my own school. So this is something that I've been want, dreaming about. Mm-hmm. I never uh, thought, um, you know, I will one day actually run a company of my own. I never did that. Yeah. I never imagined that to happen. Uh, and doing that with uh, Murti and Saras is like, uh, oh, wow, it's icing on the cake. <laughs> awesome. So I, yeah, it's, it helps to, you know, make it easy with our families, easy on our families also, because then, you know, they're all, they all know that we are in it together and we are, we, we, we are there for each other all the time. So I think that's, that's a big stress buster. <laughs> Absolutely. Women entrepreneurs, uh, Gauri and Saras, you both are women, you have your families to take care of any experience you would like to share any advice you would like to give any challenges you would like to share that you had to face through a fight through to keep your family and your uh, work balanced 
good I'm sure question. there are a lot <laughs> yeah it's not again i yeah. wouldn't say it's advice yes. it's just yeah. talk part of our experience Absolutely. what worked yeah. for us yes. um, i think one big thing is just accepting reality is is a is can do wonders yeah. um, mm. it's not just entrepreneurs it's for any any woman who's there out there trying to balance out multiple stuff um, yes yeah it it's just accepting realities it's accepting uh, what is it that we can do at this point in time given our other challenges and then how do we work around that i think that helps ease out a lot of th- stuff sometimes we just try to try to achieve a whole lot of stuff in in that uh, you know uh, that spur of the moment sometimes we just have to wait it out and do it in phases so that we act, we kind of achieve everything yes saras yeah i i'd like to add to that as well yeah absolutely sure. right what gaudi said so um and just extrapolating that a little bit more is um for for me and i think in some sense i'm going to speak for gaudi as well mm. uh, i think uh, reality also means having to let go of certain things so yeah. you have to accept um you can't do it all okay mm-hmm. or any women entrepreneurs out there uh, you know just take it from us um you you cannot do it all at the same time uh, yeah. you you can do one thing today and be really good at it and you can do something else tomorrow and be very good at that but um you know in general expectations responsibilities are always going to be a little different for men and women yes. so um we've we've had to learn and we've we've gotten really good at letting go of things uh, prioritizing mm-hmm. things on a daily mm-hmm. basis um whether it's family whether it's work and whether it's trying to achieve a balance between both prioritizing and you know i have a checklist in my phone um you know for both work stuff and family stuff and i set reminders for both Lovely. Um, mm. so as well as asking for help that's been something that i've gotten really good at over the awesome. last few years yeah. is reaching yeah. out to your support system uh, we all have great spouses who who support us and uh, families friends so asking for help um i think is seriously underrated and i think we all in general need to do more of it because it's amazing how much people people don't know that you need help if you don't ask for it yes. you know so mm-hmm. letting go prioritizing asking for help wow wow yes. this is this is beyond entrepreneurship you know <laughs> this is like every day <laughs> we we did read one uh, poster in one of the schools uh, which is which is very interesting it said instead of just live and let live it said yeah. live and help live you know so awesome. we really yeah, yeah, yeah it was very nice we loved that poster yeah live and help live i think that's a, that's a great uh, takeaway mm-hmm. uh, i think from this episode just coming to the recent um, episode of the ccd founder uh, you know who yeah yeah uh, very sorry yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, i was i mean i was really affected the whole day you know i was i mean i questioned the system and the infrastructure uh, and how we can sort of come together to you know become more like a community driven rather than you know just you know pushing things under the carpet uh, do you have any sort of suggestions to how we can avoid these things in the future although it's very personal but still yeah there there is a lot lot of personal stuff in this yes. so um any comment on this may yeah. may not be very appropriate in in, mm-hmm. in sense because we only know probably a, a very part, small very small part of it yes yeah. but in general uh, we know that entrepreneurship is stressful because we've been yeah. we, we are in it day in and day out yes. um, 
we just hope um, and wish that all entrepreneurs out there have a soulmate who they can talk to who they can you know open up it it could be one of their co-founders or it could be somebody a very close friend yeah a mentor who they can generally share their worries and you know make their heart lighter because once you do that you probably are able to think outside the problem zone it's quite possible uh, we do not know um, what mr siddhartha went through yes so, yeah uh, it's it's quite difficult to comment um, yes but yeah my heart goes out to him and his family um, i respect him for the for the brand that he built i mean like it's coffee ccd is a huge yeah. brand. huge brand yes a huge we brand yeah and we yeah. have such memories of CCDs. Uh, certain specific ccds that the three of us sat in in the beginning right i mean mm-hmm. yeah. and then i think uh, 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 mm-hmm. you know a lot uh, due from us specifically to him for that for giving us that space right yeah. Uh, to build our own company, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? he's so, he's he's a brand that gave Starbucks a run for their money, uh, right? In that sense, yes, yes, it's a brilliant conglomerate that he set up. So, yes. my heart goes out to him and his family in in that sense. Yeah. Um, I really wish something could have been done for for him. Yeah, but yeah, I think you know, essentially. Um, I think Gauri's point is uh, have a support system. I mean, if you don't have one. Uh, actively start building one. Um, you, everybody needs someone. Everybody needs at least one person that they can that can, they can confide in and, and take advice from, or just talk to unburden yourself. And um, you know, mental health is is uh, a huge thing that that's at stake, uh, especially in entrepreneurship. So yeah. uh, you know, having a support system, it could be a mentor, anyone. Uh, anyone just just if you don't have a support system start building one yeah yeah sure and uh, just coming to the last question in terms of uh, any advice to the startups that are just starting out uh, any one piece of advice which is the most important one from your experience get yourself a wonderful co-founder <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it yeah, takes it takes yeah. more than one to go yeah. through this. Yeah. yeah, I think that is absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, and I think the other one is um, absolutely. I agree with Gauri. The other one is um, don't be afraid to have open and honest and difficult conversations right from the beginning with anyone. Okay, it could be your co-founder. It could be it could be an advisor. It could be a mentor. It could be a potential investor. Don't be afraid of having difficult conversations and having them openly, because when you have that out of the way, everything else falls into place. So even the three of us, I mean, right from the beginning, we've had um, all kinds of, you know, conversations about all kinds of things. And we've we've always had them. It could be the most difficult and sensitive of topics, but the way we handle it, we're always open about it. We're always fair about it. Um, you know, we look out for each other. Um, and the only way you can do that, the only way you can move forward in a healthy manner is to have those conversations uh, right at the beginning and never never uh, being afraid to have them. Awesome. Open conversations, clear communications. So yes. everybody's on the same page. It's brilliant. Thank you, Gauri and Saras, so much for your time all the way from Bangalore. And please say my hello to your third co-founder who we don't have today. Yes. And um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for all the brilliant conversation that we had today. 
Thank you, Sujita. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sujita. Yeah. It was um, amazing to be here. And I think a lot of what Gauri and I spoke about today was kind of like a blast from the past for us also. <laughs> like, I think as we were talking to you, our eyes were misting over and we were thinking of, you know, our journey of the last three and a half years. So thank you for allowing us to relive all those <laughs> moments and to talk about um, our journey. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. This is the end of one. One of the greatest takeaway from me is that have co-founders with you when you're doing a startup. People who can support you in the system. People who can help you and also people who can de-stress you. Especially women entrepreneurs because, you know, they need to multitask the house and their work as well. Thank you for listening. You can connect with us on our social media handle, which is our Instagram, our LinkedIn, our Twitter and our Facebook page, CP Log Media and Metaphysical Lab. I'll see you guys soon with another episode coming right up.